I think we should do Pisces Secret Santa, by the way. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not going to be much of a secret. Pisces Secret Santa. It's not really, is it? <laughs> we'll open Rooms them. We'll have a, dice. a special Christmas episode where we open our, our presents related to parsnips. <laughs> a special Christmas podcast where we open gifts. Yes. That's what we have to describe the gifts. Give oh, the great. What they Socks want. again. <laughs> Although, you got me t- socks. Parsnip-based socks. Honestly, mate, I'd be so happy about that. Uh, yeah. I got angry with my sister one Christmas because she didn't get me socks. Oh. Because I've got, I've got so used to it. Yeah. I don't buy myself socks all year that when she didn't buy me socks, I'm angry. I was just a bit livid. upset. It <laughs> yeah. ruined Christmas. <laughs> I threw the turkey out the window. <laughs> no, it's just like, oh, I've, I've sort of been waiting for these for four months. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have to socks. actually buy some socks. Yeah, I quite like getting them because uh, socks, you know, it's not something you really buy, is it? Or we don't want to buy. Well, she bought so me loads. I like getting them at Christmas. She bought me loads of socks for my birthday three months later. She was like, there you go, you fucking dickhead. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I quite like, I, I think I might pivot now and ask for um, like nice foods and stuff or like some nice oil. Do you know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of getting tat that I don't really need. Just get nice food instead. You know, yeah. That'd be a good shout. Yeah. Me and my siblings, um, we don't, we have, we have, there's no limit, but we tend to just re-gift things to each other and give money to charity because... Yeah, that's a good idea. Aww. Well, you know, you do just get crap. Yeah. Really. Like, yeah. Kids, yeah. they get what they want. That's fine. But Yeah, exactly. People always ask what you want and I don't want anything, really. No. Just tat. I want you to feed me on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dear listener, it is uh, October. <laughs> We're talking about Christmas. <laughs> Okie dokie. Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich, and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero, and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence, and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. So last time, you went to see King Bale, who thankfully revealed much of what is actually happening to you, that the King in Yellow rules from his kingdom in Carcosa, that all, re- all of reality somehow stems from the play and what you perceive as the real world is nothing but the whim of the king. And once caught in his web, there is no escaping his inexorable pull. Nothing is true except out is through. You must travel to Carcosa through the Hotel Broadalbun and receive judgment from the king in his court. During your mad escape from the Dorchester, you were chased by the child clown who grew as he pursued you. Due to your excellent rolling skills, he touched you both, uh, resulting in you exploding into the strange red liquid patsu. Awakening in a house in Dorchester, you were approached by the clockwork child who held a note from Abigail Wright, inviting you to find JC Lynn's at the Hotel Broadalbin. Then the labyrinth, the city, the lake, its shadow, the battle, the party, the dance, and the girl in blue. Uh, so you're in this house 
Uh, you've just seen a clockwork child. It's given you the note. It's suddenly disappeared. Uh, you are free to basically do what you want. Uh, I would so recommend, however, that you maybe take a day to um, recuperate, get back your lost willpower, and uh, try and regain some hit points. Um, and just have a chill out day <laughs> before you start steaming off into more adventures. But it is, of course, up to you. I need sanity. That's the one thing we need to recover. <laughs> Don't we all, brother? Oh. Uh, so let's just do a quick. Gonzo, how are you feeling? I'm feeling bad. Feeling real bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I thought I saw Nero die in like a really horrific way. Mm. And then uh, yeah. I woke up and I feel it's like shit. kind of fucked you up a little. So yeah. Motivation is like. drink. Well, yes. The desire to yeah, consume you, you, delicious liquid. You desperately need a drink. Oh, it's just like smacking his lips constantly. It's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> the shakes a little maybe. Yeah. Nero, how are you feeling? Um, quite literally ran for his life. So mm. exhausted, drained to the point of like he could cry over spilt milk. Mm. Um. <laughs> is still driven by this play and yeah. now that Bale has explained a little bit more not that that makes any sense but all of these clues and these feelings that that Nero and Gonzo had about not feeling in control are now starting to piece together mm. and um he has a strong desire to to seek out and finish what has started, but not right now. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Is that like, with what he started, just he wants to go and see the king? The real king, not the, not the minor king. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think he has resu- he's resolved to the fact that knowing that if he resists... He will be stuck in the night rooms forever, like Whitwer, like Ricardo. That is so, what Bale said. That uh, if you you can try and resist the pull, but you'll end up end stuck. Up. I think I think Gonzo is just full of rage. He's just an angry, burning ball well, of rage. I, I, I'm sure last time you said that you wanted to you wanted to kill the king. Yeah, I think he now he thinks that the I'm king be is a new motivation. King's alive in some way. No, maybe, maybe it's time to well, do some. Well, Bale also said that he's a living god. It, yeah. So whatever, whatever yeah. that might mean. If he can bleed, he can die. Exactly. Maybe he bleeds <laughs> yeah. Patsy. Yeah, maybe he bleeds Patsy. Who knows? Wow. But it seems, it, it, it seems like there is only one one avenue open to you at the moment, uh, or one objective, and it's to find the Hotel Broadbent. So for this um, for this first day, do you want to? Is there any particular you want to do? You just want to chill out and. I think yes. Like we said, we had a very quick phone call before the session just to sort of recap because there was a lot of information. Oh yeah. Post episode, uh, last episode. So I think that we definitely want to rest to get our will and hit points back. Um, and the lightest of light, you know, we've got our book books, we've got our phones, we've got everything. We're just gonna like Google. Um, what is at the McAllister building if anything was rebuilt um, maybe Google 
Broadlebin Hotel to give us any sort of information about that. If there's any connection to where we've been previously, people. Yeah, and then so while we're sort of doing all this, Nero's gonna look over to all of the, the pile of stuff in the corner. And um, he's gonna say to Gonzo, What shall we do? <sighs> the DCM Bureau. All those books. As go to, you know. Do we take it with us? Do we? Can we destroy it? Yeah, if we bury it with a in a Tesco's bag, that Tesco bag's gonna start spelling spelling out King and Yellow, isn't it? <laughs> He's just gonna look at it with disgust. Like, ugh, just burn it. I think we should burn it. It's uh, I mean, the section is it all corrupted? Is anyone there not working for the king? Well, we don't really know. We we do know that one of them tried to get hold of of Whitwer, tried to get him to hand himself in. There must be someone trying to stop him, stop Whitwer from what he was doing. I, I'm I, I don't know. I'm just concerned that there's powerful. I don't want to say magic, but. Forces behind this book, uh, and burning it might might not do what we want it to do. It might still corrupt. Well, you've seen, yeah, you've you've seen the effects that being exposed to the play to the file has on people. Is the effect it's had on you, mm. and you've definitely seen evidence of it infecting other things and spreading. So, I mean, you should be good little agents. Hand it in. All right, I'll look at you. But, <laughs> well, well, well. <sighs> I tell you what, let's let's try and burn it, <laughs> and if that don't work, we'll 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 maybe hand it in. Because if we do, if we do hand it in, who's to say that they won't get corrupted? Mm. I don't know. I, everything's <laughs> going round in my head. No, I'm all for maybe. <laughs> So, sorry, I've just remembered. <laughs> in season two, you said just put it in some water and let it dissolve. <laughs> yeah, just yeah the book. Let's just put it in the fountain. Let's drown the book. Yeah, let's drown the book. I mean, that or the sewage Jumanji and just throw it in the river and be done with it. No, we can't. <laughs> just throw it in the river. Are you are you prepared for what if it gets dredged? That doesn't solve anything. We covered this years ago. Paper <laughs> dissolves. Just remember, everything dissolves in the water. Everything Jordan. dissolves eventually. <laughs> it oh, just... well, maybe, in, maybe in British waters it probably yeah. is toxic enough. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's um, topical. Let's get a bin, and uh, I'll go. Do everything that's flammable. I'm sure we can make some kind of kindling. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a, a lighter around. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's something that we'd up. like to like to do, maybe in the bathroom. But while we're also so day one, search, yeah. search the um, okay, uh, well, those buildings, and then yeah, try. You can if you Google the hotel broad or bin. There is you cannot find anything on Google at all. There's no record of the hotel broad or bin. Hmm. 
The McAllister building, you Google, and it appears to have never been burnt down to begin with. Fantastic. <laughs> Strangely uh, enough. How bizarre. So it's still there? What it seems like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there on Google Maps. I mean, it, it, it might even be on um, the Art Life website or something. But the Art Life was the, the company that owned McAllister. It's probably on their website, isn't it? On their portfolio. I, part of me was hoping we were going on a New York road trip. And there was going to be, <laughs> well, get your plane tickets. Um, oh, well, I think you were even told by Bale that the broadal bin isn't somewhere you can just go to yeah like you know like a like another hotel yeah it's a uh, reality will shift it's will shift to make way to make the way for you was it Whitworth had his plane ticket uh Whitworth's plane ticket was Edinburgh to Glasgow yeah domestic uh, yeah I think it was like Heathrow to Glasgow yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to Edinburgh or something like that yeah so the only the only our only contact with the broadal bin was in the McAllister and it, it didn't burn down but I swear I swear we we no, touched it straight up that's where we discovered arson <laughs> for the first time it's uh, <laughs> yeah. we began our love story with arson but yeah well you're not you're not 100% sure that the top floor of the McAllister was essentially the broadal bin there's, there's been, you get the feeling you've been into the broadal bin in a couple of rooms, maybe, like the, at the Dorchester. Maybe you found JC Lindsay's yeah. room. You found JC Lindsay's room, and you found the room with all the children in. Yeah, that they both felt like like broadal bin rooms. Okay. Um, didn't, didn't matey, um, uh, who was the doorknob salesman? Mark Roark. Mark Roark. He said. This is the Broadalbin. He, he said, mm. "Yeah, he said he lives. Yeah, he said he lives here at the Broadalbin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe the foyer mm. was, the bar mm. was okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I mean, of all the places, we could just go back for old times' sake and just go to the top floor at night. It's um, old, old times' sake. Well, you know, it's more convenient, I guess, to stay here and try and get in from here." Well, we well we know that J.C. Lindsay's room was there. Yeah. Whether it stays there is a different question. Mm. And but the problem is we only know one way out of there. I mean, are we worried about our exit right now? What's your mindset on this? What's your what's your process? Uh, I suppose yeah. Once we're in, we just have to commit to finding the broadal bin and the whispering um, labyrinths. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we're only going back for our own personal interest. And slash, we have been, you know, cursed to. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Only- <laughs> we're only going back because of curiosity and we have to. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of, you know, we know what's going on with the patients. We know what's going on with with the team. It's uh, it's job done. High fives all around, swift drink. But yeah, yeah I think it's... No, it's going back for us. So I don't know if you know getting out is I'm not super worried about it. Let's get in. I what? I wonder whether the broadal bin will find us. If you sort of mean like, mm-hmm. 
So we, we go to the night rooms. Yeah, and- Ed, it, it, it seems like you don't fully grasp the gravity of the situation that you're <laughs> in. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't exactly call it end of operation, everything's all good. <laughs> so Shift high fives. We're, tra- we're tra- tra- trapped in some kind of alternate reality where <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're being I- bent against our will by a living god. <laughs> I'm a... I'm a downer's luck, new alcoholic with no willpower. Yeah, I'm true. just uh, I'm swimming against the tide of all my might, bless him. Well, let's do let's do some things. So, Nero, mm-hmm. your phone pings, and it shows an unsent email error. And the email you sent to your daughter Sarah the other day, you remember, mm-hmm. seems to have not gone through due to some, yeah, due to some some error. And as you look at your scent box, you see something that chills you. Several sent emails to all your bonds and friends containing typed pages and pages and pages from the play. Oh, oh another one, fuck. Another one, another one you see here is to a local Baptist church in York inquiring about space they may have for something called Encounter Group. Ah, oh, shit. One of us. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I would say, during the day, Gonzo, you think maybe it's a good idea to talk to my wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. I literally was just <laughs> resisting the urge. To- <laughs> 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 Sorry, listener. Uh, you did <laughs> check in with your wife, Sam, so you give her a ring. Yep. And she's slightly concerned, to begin with. The conversation is, is normal. She's asked where you are and, how, and how, how you are. But throughout the phone call you hear in the background, it sounds of a party. And it grows in volume as the, as the call goes on, as you're having this conversation. And, but it gets so loud, near the end of the call, you can barely hear Sam. But she, she doesn't seem to notice that it's going on. And just before you hang up, you hear someone cry out, Unmask! And then the phone goes dead. Jesus Christ. Are you both roll sanity for me, please? Oh, I can't. I have so little. 31 over. 31 over. Oh, this is going over regardless. Yes, 86 over. (laughs) Okay, you both lose one. I am now below my breaking. Uh, I am well below my breaking. Yep. Oof. Oh dear. My new breaking point is minus two. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> You'll never break. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just solid now? Uh oh. Um, <sighs> it seems like it's spilling out and out. Gonzo, uh, sorry, Nero looks up from his phone like after seeing those emails like wide-eyed and pale as uh, maybe Gonzo's just trying to hold that conversation with his wife and he's just like yep uh, uh, everything locks his phone everything's fine with me <laughs> yep <laughs> nice to hear from my loving daughter yeah I yeah I would get the cold sweats and then I'm sure I'll start patting around looking around for a drink do you want to go get some fresh air I think we should um, I think we should just go talk about it somewhere else uh, yeah yeah um, and we like grab a coat and just start going just sort of walk around the block because I imagine we haven't left the room for a few hours. I'm gonna yeah. 
I'm gonna walk lead us straight to the nearest pub. You go to the pub? Oh yeah, straight to the pub. Straight. I mean, not okay. intentionally. I think we'll go for a nice walk and I'll just like lead the way with my uh, little Google Maps open in the corner knowing that I'm just leading us to some sweet, sweet alcohol. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, cool. Uh, you go so, out for a walk. Sorry, George. <clears throat> no, it's all right. You go, go for it. So you go out for a walk. It's kind of getting to late afternoon. You're walking uh, along the Dorchester residential streets, <laughs> having just a lovely, calm, normal walk, I'm sure. <laughs> Not feeling particularly pranged out at all. Are we still um, gooey, by the way? So, 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 no. Have we cleaned ourselves up? Are we just all, like, gooey? I mean... Are we just- <laughs> You're, you, you still have sores, yes, yeah. um, but they you you can cover them up, yeah, for, for okay. the most part, yeah. We're not just people aren't going to be like, oh my god, he's got you know leprosy walking down the street. <laughs> I'm more worried about the flipping. Um, you're walking freak liquid. Yeah, sorry, Patsy. Yeah, um, you're walking to the pub, um, and you spy off in the distance, right down the street, probably about 400 meters or so away. It's quite far. Someone who just looks to be staring down the street at you. You can both get an alertness roll for me, please. Oh, for fuck's sake. 88 <laughs> over... <laughs> Oof. 71 Ed. over. Oh, okay. It's hard, to, it's hard to pick out this fella before you walk into the pub. He looks like he's staring at you. It looks like he has some sort of, some sort of mask on. Can we... Uh, uh, so Nero's got his head head down as we walk into the pub, and it's just like <clears throat> you see you see that do you see that block with the something on his face? So was he staring at us? Uh, well, I wouldn't have noticed. So, like, all I'm thinking about is is my next drink. So I'm like, oh, I mean, look at us. Everyone's yeah, probably looking at us. We look like shit. Come on. <laughs> so. so we, we get our drink and Nero's like we, we go as far away from people as possible and just sit and, and ponder but Nero opens up about the email or emails should I say mm. um, and he sort of realises that there are elements that he is not under in control of so he's like I think the more we dawdle, the more that the king's plan will uh, lead us to the uh, the night rooms for us to be trapped like um, like that agent from the fifties and uh, and Whitwer and Ricardo and and everyone else in there. We he's starting to hyperventilate and panic. It's, we he has a drink. He's we. We have to, we have to, we have to start being decisive now. We've got to pick a plan and and hope that it works. Otherwise, I think we just have to have to walk this road. I mean, now we recall what happened on that phone call. Like it's everywhere. We can't go home. We can't go speak to people. Can't talk to anyone. We just need to. Just gotta stay on this path until it takes us back there, I think. I'm just gonna like gesture to the barmaid to or another double. Another double, please. What would he drink? He's not a good drinker. Double amaretto. 
He's just going to nail it back. Apples hours. Apples hours. Um, yes. As you're this run, <laughs> as you're sat talking in the pub, there's a TV on the pub, and it switches onto the news. Hello and welcome to the BBC News. Our top story tonight. An incident at a psychiatric hospital in Dorchester has left several staff members dead and two dangerous patients at large. John Wilson and Michael Bloomfield, pictured here, are considered armed and dangerous, so police are urging people not to approach but to contact authorities immediately upon any sightings. <laughs> I'm not armed. <laughs> in... This is Jordan's face. Incredible. I think that might be my favourite voice of yours, is your newsreader voice. My newsreader voice? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a posh voice. Can you both all search for me? Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm going to I'm gonna speed order that next drink. Oh, my fucking God. Did it never critical fail? No, it's a fail. Oh, yeah, no, I, I also fail. No, no, I didn't. I, no, I win. Okay. 49 under. So, yeah. 49 under. Oof, sorry. <laughs> 49 under. I, I was looking at the wrong number. <laughs> oh, Ed. Ed, mate, we lose. Yeah. Okay, so... I need this win. Your pictures, your, pictures are, your pictures are displayed on screen. And you're both standing uh, with sort of empty expression looking into the camera. You can't remember taking this particular photo. Um, but Agent Gonzo, you realise or you see that you're both holding... Just slightly out of frame, it looks like you're both holding object like a like a bottle. Ooh. 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 Told you it's all about the bottles. So yeah. Ooh, yo 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 yo. Ooh. Sorry, I've so many theories going around in my head. <laughs> we need these bottles, by the way. I'm very adamant we need the bottles. In the night rooms at the McAllister, did Gonzo find a bottle with his name or a picture of himself with his name scratched out. I can't remember. In the in Operation Alice? Yes. Season two, yeah, it was just pictures. It was pictures on the wall. And he I... saw several pictures and his was the last one. Okay. Oof. Was it a picture of the just the bottle though? Hmm. Oh let's have a look. I can't remember. So you're in a spot of bother, really, aren't you? So after seeing that that news report Nero's going to grab Gonzo and drag him out as best yeah. he can. Time to pub. leave! Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, and start swiftly marching back to the to the house that we were in. Uh, the photographs on the wall were of the people and the bottles, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't just the bottles, it was them holding their bottles, yeah. Yeah. Holding their life essence. Oof. I'm going to... Yes, straight up. Just not worry. I'm gonna go with you. I'm just gonna think. Fuck. 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 It's really done now. It's done. Everyone wants us. So we're cooked. So uh, I don't think we can go back to the Dorchester. And if I'm honest, maybe we should try and get away from from here. Um, Dorchester. Uh, do you? Wait, we can't. We can't go anywhere. If that's... <laughs> they're putting that out now, and they're going to be looking for us, it's, uh... We're fucked. 
we've got to try try something. Um, Rachel, Rachel McSwan. We've got those cards, and uh, maybe tomorrow um, we can. Uh, it's like names are just reeling through his head of who we can contact, who's alive, who's dead, who has he accidentally killed, who has he consciously <laughs> killed. Um, uh, Ophelia, um, that Citrus, Citrus contact on the phone, and um, uh, mate, uh, yeah, that uh, was it. Kevin, Kevin something from the section. Um, no, Kevin Hardwick. Kevin Hardwick. Um, you, he's not from the section. Oh, Ooh. sorry. He was Michael. Was Michael Whitworth's boss at? Um, his, his I believe it's MI five. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood that. Yeah, sorry, he's not part of the section. Oh. Okay, I'm, don't I'm just going to calmly him. look at you. <laughs> I just be like, look. <laughs> Why are you just so calm? Get, it's, I've reached like a... You know when you become so stressed, you suddenly are no longer stressed. It's like, it's done. I used to get that all the time on yeah. Saturday nights at restaurants when it was heaving and you're just so stressed and busy, you just enter this period of zen stage. Yeah, you go through... Everything just goes calm and still. <laughs> you go through the eye of the stress needle and you just come out you're like... Yeah. Oh well, that's gonna happen then, isn't exactly. it? And he, yeah, he's there. He's entered that <laughs> state, and he's just like, "It's done. Let's just let's just get ourselves back. Let's get in there, and let's just um, see if we can come back out again." I guess. But 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 where? You, you keep saying we just gotta go back there, but where is there? Just think, how are we getting in there? We can get there for the hotel. We can get there through. Um, Oh, the name The McAllister. Not the McAllister. Um, we can go through... Oh, oh the, the um, Boxer. The Boxer. Yeah. The Boxer Hotel. The Boxer Hotel. It's an option. Let's just... Uh, find ourselves there. Get get inside. And then... Uh, see what we can do. Because... If they, they think we've killed people... They're looking... It's not just... It's not just... Crazy people with masks on looking for us now. It's the police. It's our families... If they're still our families, we're we're cooked, mate. We just need to uh, see as we're through. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. You're doing all the talking because my persuaders are there. <laughs> um. Do you still want to get hold of Rachel McSwan because we're in? That her building. I mean, she's an estate we agent. Call her on the way. See what the crack is. Because she might be, a, she might be a friendly. Yeah. She also might be an agent. She might be an agent of the king, for all we know. I would. Uh, I mean, do we have a car still? Was the car there? Um. Did you have a car before? I think you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got the cars there. Sure. Um, I think we also just re- also remember, Jordan. There's a seal. I was just about to say that, and it was of Malfas. Malfas. Uh, he is described as being the prin- great prince of hell, governing 40 legions of demons. Malfas buildeth houses, high towers, and strongholds, and he casteth down the same stones atop the head of a conjurer's enemies. He can destroy enemies through... Uh, uh, sorry, he can destroy enemies' thoughts and desires, 
give good familiars and quickly bring artificers together from all places of the world. He is guised as a crow whenever lacking compulsion to wear the face of men. So yeah, let's find ba uh, Malthas. <laughs> <laughs> I... uh, looking down looking down at the seal, Nero sort of does vaguely, like under his breath, suggest perhaps we could summon something to help us. You know how to do it. Give us protection, perhaps. Oh, make a deal with the devil. Yeah. Do we want to go that far? <laughs> that feels like really, really leading into it. <laughs> but, hey, fuck it. It sounds... Well, there's quite a few of them in there. Yeah. I'm pretty buzzed right now, and it sounds interesting. So, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's screw it. Let's give it a go. What's, what's, what have we got to lose at this point? Yeah, literally nothing, as you keep reminding me. <laughs> um, nothing. There are quite a few, yeah. Rich is right. We're like, which one do we want to pick? Well, they all sound pretty G, to be honest. Like, I haven't looked through the other day. <laughs> There's not really a bad one in the bunch. Um, got a preference? So these are the notes that were in on the side of the book. Whist notes, check out. B is Solomon. One call each except Asmo as Asmodee. Bitru is a friend of V, but not... Uh, not but not, sorry, not B, but Solomon Arcadian. The player is going on somewhere. DRD, middle name Fortas. Person, P U R S O N. Answers truly all secrets and divine things on earth and the creation of the world. First in Lundin's house. We, we've never met a Lundin, have we? Henry Lundin was the uh, original owner of the McAllister building. Okay. He was he he was the man who was found dead at the bottom of the stairs in a plastic robe and mask. Maybe we if we can summon person because he if he knows all secrets he might be able to tell us how to uh, great king of hell being served and obeyed by 21 legions of demons he knoweth the hidden things lost treasures and all things past present and future occupying either a human or aerial body he answereth Truly, all secrets and divine things on earth and the creation of the world. Person uh, is depicted as a man with the face of a lion carrying a ferocious viper and riding a bear. Before him, <laughs> there can be heard trumpets sounding. What we're we saying? Yeah, I mean, we get some answers, but I feel like they're going to be vague as fuck. Um, what <laughs> what truths do we want? Uh, how how do we get to the Broadalbin. Yeah. How do we get to Carcosa? Is there, is there a way to kill the king? Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. Um, is there a meek... Is there a, a demon we can um, make a deal with for protection? Okay. Worst case, how do we get our hands on some of that sweet, sweet drug? <laughs> Melonia. Uh, we've got it. We've got it. <laughs> You've got it. Yeah, you got loads. Oh, nice. Loads In that case, it, let's mate. get some hypodermics. You got loads of it. Plan B. <laughs> yeah. You got, got pods and pods. Uh, yeah. No, that's a great shout. Let's summon him. Well, let's attempt. So we're 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 ready to to try and summon a demon. 
Uh, and he, he starts he starts to make some room on the floor. To... Of all the things that have happened last week, this is like quite normal <laughs> comparison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not another one. Oh, little demon. Uh, I literally watched you explode yesterday. The operator draws a Solomic, Solomonic triangle marked with the words Anaphanexion. Uh, Anaphanation and Primunation Primunation <laughs> Same fucking thing I In a protective circle In an isolated enclosed area The operator remains in this circle Reciting a long incantation Thee I invoke the bornless one Thee that didst create the earth and the heavens Thee that didst create the night and the day Thee that didst create the darkness And the light Thou art Oronsorophus Whom no man has seen at any time And so on and so on there are about 15 paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your current sanity, Jordan? Oh, fuck. Um, current sanity is a lovely yes. round 18. Uh, are you, what are you doing, Agent Gonzo? <laughs> are you going to stay in the room and help him? Yeah. I'm down. I, I want to... I'm just curious now as much as anything else. I think that's... Uh... I'll assist okay. by moving crap out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Move the beds out of the way. Yeah, this dragging things so away. So you draw these you draw these cult symbols, Jordan. Mm-hmm. And then you stand in the stand in the circle uh, and you start to recite the invocation. The I invoke the bornless one. Etc. And it goes on and on. And as it goes on, the room gets darker. It starts to creak a little bit. You start to see strange things from beyond the protective circle. Uh, doors open and close. Maybe faces appear at windows. Telephones ring. Um, the house shakes as you list the 72 demons by name. And then finally, you want to summon... Person. Person? Okay. We roll a d100 for me. I'm rolling new d100. This is the okay. cheese dice. Oh yeah, boy. <clears throat> um, I rolled quite aptly a 66. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! wow. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, okay. The noise rises to a crescendo, and as you say the name. Person, it stops. Hello, great king of hell, (laughs) Lord Person, are you with us? Is there a response? Um, you get the feeling that it all went correctly. Because usually it'll peek behind the kimono. If you if you fail a summoning, it's usually pretty bad. Um, so <laughs> you haven't exploded or <laughs> Again. been sucked into a, sucked into a different dimension. So maybe you have to wait. Uh, I swear, so he's flicking through the book. He's like, I swear I, I did it right. I've I've even got a you know twenty percent in Latin. I read it all. <laughs> uh, I read it all correctly. Um, and he leaves the circle, and he says, uh, I don't know, maybe it's all for naught, Boxer Hotel, 
or uh, Ophelia in the morning. Mm. Um, if you go to sleep, you can regain. That'd be nice. A one d ten on the hit points and a one d ten on your willpower points. You have a bit of a restless night, I'm sure. You wake up in the morning. What would you like to do? I feel. Does um, the room look different, like... or is it all? No, no, it's all the same. The room looks the same. I, I feel like we wasted wasted our time yesterday with that. Someone, and I'm 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 sorry. You 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 seem to have a plan in your head about going there, so. You lead the way, mate, and I'll I'll have your back. I, I, I'm with you. We um, I, I, I'm starting to loathe the phrase, but unfortunately, out is through. And if we we want to see our families again, we have to go through. I'm just uh, I'm gonna kind of shrug it off. I'm like, huh, there's no wasting time here. Nothing we do is sure. It is a uh, it's a good idea. Let's make that phone call on the way. Let's get. Get to the hotel while you give her. Then he's got to look at the card. Give this state agent a phone call. Oh, As the, you, sorry, sorry. I was going to say, who's calling her? You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You come out the house, and maybe you're talking about what to do, course of action to take, and you come up to the car, and you're suddenly startled by a foot chase that dashes past you. And it turns a nearby corner and is gone just as quickly as it as it showed up. Mira, you catch a glimpse of the person running as they run past, and it's a man wearing a long leather trench coat and an old green gas mask. <gasps> and he looks to be carrying a shotgun. Jesus Christ. But yeah, he vanished going around a corner, he's chased by police. Do you want to roll alertness for me, John? Uh, not really, I'm gonna fail it, but <laughs> forty six over. Okay. Shot in the head. Um, well, you sort of recognise the long leather trench coat and green gas mask. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's, mm. um, it's uh, from two previous operations, Alice and um, and our time in Hull, where we put them on. Hmm. A uniform of uh, poten- potential uniform of uh, the King and Yellow's lackeys. That's how mm. he sort of framed it in, in his head. That's how you see him. Yeah. Fair enough. Jump in the car. It's <laughs> my car noise. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was a plane. Yeah, I... <laughs> thought we had a private jet. <laughs> uh, are you ringing Rachel Mix One? Uh, yes. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Why have we got to lose? Okay. The phone rings and someone picks up. The lady answers. Um, he puts on a voice. She says, hello, uh, Central, St- Central Estate Agents. I think that's what the company's called. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> hello. Um, yeah, uh, I was wondering if I could speak to Rachel. <laughs> yes, speaking. Hi, Rachel. It's um, it's Michael, uh, Michael Whitworth. Yes? I can't remember if you remember me. How would you know uh, if she remembers to... you? 
<laughs> I'm trying to establish if she ha- does have if she does know him. Mm. AKA, is she a friendly? Sorry, you're gonna have to jog my memory. Oh, it's um, it's uh, fr- from London. Right. No, Any- sorry. I- anyway, um, I-, I just wanted to say um. Uh, thanks for the viewing at the uh, the property on, and he names it the street. Yeah. Just oh, uh, that's fine. It's a lovely house, isn't it? What did you think about it? Um, yeah. Um, the, the, it was a bit strange. Some of the uh, the carpet symbols. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, um, it would be really friendly to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, love you. Bye. And he's like, he just puts his hands in his head. Um, and he's just like, Oh no! It didn't go as I wanted it to go. Love you. Bye. Um, uh, roll your human. Oh. Roll your human, Jod. Roll your cringe. <laughs> Take cringe damage. Oh, 60. I'll say, I'll say the 63 <laughs> under 64. Oh, nice. Okay, you got the idea that she didn't really know what you were what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, so you pull up to the Boxer Hotel in the middle of Dorchester. Can you both roll a luck roll for me, please? Over. Oh. Yeah. Under. Over and under. Okay. As you're walking in... Quick thought. Did we successfully burn the file? Or did we just leave potentially really dangerous document in the bath? Oh, I forgot about that. Um, Did you want to do it before you (laughs) left for the thing? I don't mind retconning and saying you try to do it if you want. Um... I'm going to say... I mean, we would have committed to it, right? Yeah, like, I would have... I think it would have taken me a while to read the... I'll go to again and sort of get my head around it so I imagine maybe you were doing that while that was going on yeah fuck it let's just say I tried to set on fire in the bathtub okay roll your pal times five for me oh under under okay yeah you burn you burn it all in the in the bathtub nice awesome okay so you get out um, at the box hotel and Nero as you're walking in a man comes up to you uh, he looks maybe like a like a homeless man. He's got thick blonde hair and a really shaggy blonde beard as well. And he's got um, he's got like army fatigues on. And the strangest thing is, he's carrying a massive white python over his shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. And he shuffles up close to you and leans in and goes, "It's just one question." Okay. Can we kill the king in yellow? <laughs> um, he mumbles something to you can you add 3% to your natural skill okay that's coming up nicely you can't he, he, he mumbles something to you you hear but you, it doesn't register with you and he whispers to you go then and in your bottle find your truth and off he goes ooh he did relay information to you, but it's it's kind of like in this dreamy, indistinct kind of way. It's hard to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like the information might come up later, 
Yeah. Uh, when, when I think about how to answer it. <laughs> uh, almost like, uh, almost like, I know the answer, but I don't know when I will know it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's or, a good way to put it. Like, um, Mr. Wild knew he needed the watch, but didn't know who for. Yeah. That sort of. Yeah. Everything had a purpose. Yes. Perfect way. Yep. Right, maybe we need to start summoning all the demons. <laughs> yep. We should have done this from day one. God damn it. Okay, you're going in? Yeah. I'll lead the way. Yep. How do we look, by the way? Do we look like disheveled? Shit. Or do we <laughs> yeah, look you don't okay. look great. Yeah, I was going to say. You don't look great, but you are also wanted fugitives. So there is that. <laughs> yeah, probably help. yeah you, you go into the box hotel I will remind you that last time you just went upstairs yeah we went I was going to say I would just say we confidently walk through like we have a room already mm-hmm. head straight up to the sixth floor looking for the room that we were in before yeah yep yep exactly that cool can you go for sanity for me please 38 over. Shockingly over. Yeah. Yeah. 53 you both, over. You both remember the remember the way, exactly. So easy to find this room this time. I thought it was going to be like this. <laughs> yeah. You open the door to the room. Um, and if you remember last time, it was almost like water pouring through from, from the window. And you, you fled the room in terror. This time you walk into the room and you find it stacked front to back with boxes filled with various items, all sorts of junk. Uh, moving around inside the room is difficult, um, as even the beds are just covered in these in these boxes. It's like a hoarder's waiting room. Um, will you both make an int times five roll for me? 73 under. 69 under. Cool. You look through these boxes and you recognise a really distinctive item it's like a 1940s era wheelchair and you recognise this from being on Abigail Wright's wall years ago and each box as you look each box in this room has a little diagram drawn on the side noting the location of where it should be placed on Wright's wall and you both roll sanity Seventy-three over. Seventy-three over. Eighty-three over. Ooh. Oh, lucky roll for you two. Just one there from both of you. Ah, uh, wonderful. Oh, a lucky look. And uh, I want to say something, but I don't want to say it because I know it's going to result in another sanity roll. <laughs> But regardless, this is the game. Do it. Say Do it, we well. recognise our handwriting? Your handwriting? On the boxes. What, on the boxes? Yeah. No. No. So someone else's handwriting. Oh. Okay. No. He was expecting expecting to see his handwriting from before. Right, yeah. Yeah, right, you're, when you boxed it all up. Yeah. No. These, yeah. these diagrams are like... Where it sh- where it should be placed? <gasps> oh shit! Like the mannequins to put it there. Oh, it's the other way round. No, maybe this is what she was given to stick to the wall. Yeah, to lead us here. Yeah, there you go. Bizarre. 
as we look around the room, is there are there any other paths to take? No, no. So it's quite difficult to move around the room. Yeah, just, just full, filled with these boxes of all this stuff that was on Abigail's wall. Is it is it a dead end? We're well, we're sort of safe here. Maybe if we move some of these boxes and uh, or, or go through a few, we can find a way out. Uh, do they cl- do they climb quite high against the wall, on the walls? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty highly stacked up. Yep. Maybe maybe they're up uh, hmm. obscuring something in the back, eh? I've just got a shrug about, hey. It's the best option we got. Let's start moving them. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> are you doing this on purpose? Because I was like junkie, junkie Nero. <laughs> <laughs> like, have some motivation, son. I'm, I'm just stress chill. It's like I've had a massive blunt of panic. <laughs> Nero, you can you can take some time to move the boxes. Yeah, yeah. I think Nero's like, okay, yeah. maybe something will reveal itself in the back. Mm. Yeah. You move some boxes away from the wall, which reveals a giant yellow sign painted on the wall behind it. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Wonder what it looks like. Um. There doesn't seem to be anything else in the room. What the. Fuck. Bloomfield, where are we going to mm. go? I'm not sure. I mean, this was my. Uh, I thought it was a little shortcut in. Maybe you're right. Maybe we, uh, maybe we got to get to London. Well, there is one more place in in Dorchester. We can't go there. They think we kill people there. No. Barbus's house. Ooh. But does Barbus... Did Barbus have any way to get into the rooms? Other than the tiny, tiny little door. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. You always climbed well, through the tiny door. That tiny door, <laughs> that tiny door led to Robert Roberts' bookshop. Mm-hmm. Not the night room. Could, could we fit through the tiny door? Um, from what you remember, the door opened to show like a, a slot with metal bars, so you could try oh, and yeah. get through the metal bars. Yeah. Sorry, there's, I. There's space enough could, to crawl uh, through. Yeah. Jump down down Samagina's laundry chute, if not. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just assumed that I the that that Robert Robinson's bookshop was part of the same plane or realm. Mm. That's just me guessing. I think that's a fair assumption. But if the handler's saying that, maybe we should just go to London. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's you know, it it's one of the places that has been kind of. Central to your, to your investigations here. You'd found a lot of that house, didn't you? There was a lot of weird stuff going on at the house. Aye, uh, and there's, um, there's more. Oh, they got into the room, right? His the son went to the room through the house. That was at Samagina's house. Yeah, yeah. so Samagina. Sorry, I was talking about Barb's yeah. house, but mm. Samagina's house is the same. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Urgh. Oh, do you want to flip a coin for it? Well, just remember, Barbus seemed to be fulfilling some sort of goal with the with building the machines, right, and the scribe and and stuff like that. So he he seemed to have a more concrete goal. 
are printing the books and delivering them to the to the bookshops. Yeah, not really yeah. link. Our objective is get to the Broadlebin. But who knows what you might find there? Well, we know there's a cache of weapons <laughs> that we didn't find. But we can't take them with us. We can't take anything to the rooms. That I'm aware of, anyway. Or can we? Right, uh, yeah, I, I think flip a coin. Or, uh, yeah. so... Okay. Fifth, fifth, uh, luck roll. Below is to Barbus and over is London. Yeah? Like it. You roll it. You Do roll it. it, mate. Oof. Here it goes. Oh, dropped on the floor. Fantastic. <laughs> Crack die. 47. Okay. Barbus's house. Barbus. There it is. Barbus's house. Barbus's house. You come out of the Boxer Hotel and quickly jump in the car. Uh, you start to drive over to Barbus's house, which is um, on the outskirts of Dorchester, a little village, I believe. On the way there, Gonzo, you see at some distance a person whose head appears to be on fire. Fucking God. <laughs> Fuck you give me, me alertness roll, please. Jesus. If you miss that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I miss it greatly. 97 over. Okay. The person on fire appears to be wearing a padded tan uniform with strange slipper-like shoes, white socks, and some sort of like leg binding up to the knee. Your history is above 40%, isn't it? Uh, yep, 53. Cool. You recognise... The thing that he's got on is it, like a Korean War era uniform of North Korea or China. And then you see it for a second and then something obscures it. Like a wall or a car. And it's gone from your vision. Oof. I'm gonna... I'm just gonna keep that one inside. I'm not gonna burden <laughs> you with the things I see. You pull up to Barbus's house. Can you both roll a luck roll for me, please? Nine. Under. Both under? Fuck, man. Yep. Okay. Lucky boy. Hmm. Are we? <laughs> uh, Barbus's house looks sensibly on the outside, much like last time. Doesn't seem to be any change. Uh, there isn't a car in the driveway. Yeah. Let's head in. Yeah. Gonzo's just thinking the entire time. He's shocked this place didn't get burned down. <laughs> well, now's your chance, brother. Round two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Back to finish what we started. You go into Barbara's house, and it is it is much the same as uh, as last time. At least until you get into the living room. So you remember there was in the living room was the big machine like that started to come to life. Yeah, like the sculpture. Jobby. Yeah. And there was loads of machine parts everywhere all over the place and it was just generally in disarray. Uh, that's all gone. Sitting there in the middle of the living room floor is a strange device. It's about the size of a ping pong table and it sits flat on the ground with no legs. The surface of the box is spray painted matte black and it appears whole at a glance. It was actually cut by barely visible slots, lines, and hinges. So you have a closer look, and they reveal strange, carefully made pop-up pieces of wood 
are metal hinges, tracks and pulleys. So as you get nearer, small, flat, curio little paintings of you two appear, popping up through, through the slots or openings of the surface of this machine. And they move and spin and slide down recessed tracks on the top of this um, of this wood machine. And as, they, as you move, sets spring up around you. Doors, archways, cityscapes and more like slide into place as you move around. And your, your curios track across the table. But the way the sets move around them does more to indicate their motion than actual movement on the part of the miniatures. It's like a tiny mm-hmm. mechanical puppet show. Yeah, yeah, like like we're stationary and the world is moving around us. Exactly, yes. Mm. It very clearly shows your journey to this point. It shows the dig site in the Yorkshire Moors, the investigations at the McAllister building, Birmingham and ah. Dr Zimmerman, Hull and Mike Pellerin oh. in the basement and the bookshop, coming to Dorchester, Dr Barbus's house, the encounter group, the Samagina house, the Dorchester at night. And it even shows you entering Barbus's house and finding the Clockwork World. But it goes on. Well. Even after that. Ooh. As you move throughout the world, strange figures appear on either side of your path, with, their, with you sliding between them. The new figures wear gas masks and carry shotguns. They frantically chase the agents. Um... You repeatedly shoot gunpowder squibs at the end of their shotguns, each triggered by a tiny clockwork hammer. And these gas mask figures are sometimes killed by the agents and vanish into the box, only to pop up again and again, harassing the agents in greater numbers. And after these figures appear, an oversized gold-clad king slides silently ahead of the procession. And where he goes, the sets appear just ahead of them, as if the king is making the world around you. Finally, the agents rush towards a building that resolves from several different clockwork movements, revealing a sign that reads Hotel Broadalbin. Past it, the Golden King enters a pop-up cavern and appears to place a bottle on a shelf. And when you reach the hotel, poof, all the elements vanish back into the table. Can you roll sanity well. for me, please? 26 over. 26 over? 12 over. Okay, both take one. 12 <laughs> over. Fucking Whoa. hell. Okay, now Whoa. I understand why you're role-playing it this way. <laughs> yeah. I have actually just hit my breaking point. Okay. Can Nero attempt to, uh, even with his, you know, minus 20 to anything with two arms, lift this up and, like, th- flip it? Uh, you'd have to get the help of Gonzo. Because it weighs nearly 100 kilograms. Uh, he, he, like, but, yeah. grabs it, grabs one side of it, and he attempts lifting. He's obviously struggling. And yeah. Gonzo grabbed this. Well, this is not our future. Oh, maybe it is, but no one can tell us what we're going to do. Let's destroy it. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I- I'm going to get swept up in your, your emotion here, like, Go on then, let's do it. So you flip the box over. Yeah. And on the underneath, you see that it's not solid, but it's filled with thousands of metal poles, hinges, flywheels, pistons, and tracks in a dizzying, interconnected array. It looks like the offspring of a player piano and a typewriter as big as a coffee table. Many small curio figures on the flat pieces of wood can be seen below. Some are perfect, tiny representations of characters 
you know, and some you don't know. Ooh. You can... Can I crouch down and I want to take a little figure? Sure. Which one do you want to take? I want to snap it off as... I'm going to take a tiny Nero. Okay. That's cute. And creepy. Um, yeah. You want to destroy it? <laughs> nah. Just gotta put, I'm just going to look at it. Just got to look at a little tiny Nero. Yeah, I might just pop it in my pocket for later. Okay. Right. We better run it upstairs and see if we can make our way through. I'll, I'm going to follow you, but as I do, I'm like, you know, it was right about everything that happened. And uh, I think we're about to have a real shit time. Uh, I, I think you're right there. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, <laughs> the rest of the time, it's been great. Yeah. Am I right in saying that Michael Whitworth said that they went to... They being Rene and... Sorry, not Rene. Roberta and Ricardo came here to destroy it. They had a cache of weapons hidden. Um, he killed um, Roberta here. No. That was in the um, that was in the room at the Boxer Hotel. Okay. Yeah. They were... Um, they came here to grab Barbas yep. but they were ambushed by people from the hospital and were taken taken hostage mm-hmm. I don't remember, I don't know where you got a cache of weapons from I don't maybe don't it was uh, maybe it was yeah something else or maybe I was just hoping that you'd say yes and I'll <laughs> we'd have something <laughs> there's some weapons here you got your taser what do you want still got my taser yep alright let's uh, let's uh, he, he goes to the the cupboard yeah through the, the room with the seal of Marbas on the floor and the grill. Yeah. Opens the door and, yeah, has a look to see if you can get through. Well, you can, as I said, um, inside the closet, set into the wall, is a tiny door, complete with a post box. Opening the door, you see a set of iron bars embedded in a wall of cement bricks. You can see beyond it a dimly lit old wooden floor stacked with all books, all types of books. Robert! So, Robert Robinson! You shout. There's no response. Yeah. <laughs> Scary paper. Should we? Paper uh, <laughs> yeah. Here, kitty. Um, should we try and kick him? Should we try and beat like beat them off? Destroy <laughs> <laughs> them. Yeah, they didn't predict that, did they? <laughs> yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah, I, I imagine if we were to shake the bars, they're, they're pretty solid. Oh yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, can we, can, you want to try and squeeze through? I don't think that's going to happen. You, can't, you, you cannot squeeze through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any object smaller than 10 centimetre on a side may be put through the bars. Well, balls. You can. I mean, you <gasps> I'm going to put and, Tiny Nero through. You put Tiny Nero through? Yeah. Okay, you are losing it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you put Tiny Nero through the, through, the, through the bars? Yep. He lands on the other Anything? side. I'm just gonna look at Nero like I was expecting something, and then just like uh. Nero's starting okay. to walk away from you, um, <laughs> and he's curious to see if the uh, the printer has been rebuilt in the other room. The scribe? Mm. No, it is still in tatters, still destroyed. Ooh. And is this little tiny barbecue still here? Yeah, the Hitachi grill. Yep. Is there any new new bits of paper? Um, no, no, not that you can, not you can see. You can have a little look around. Oh, what about the freaking giant demon, like the seal statue we found? 
Yeah, that. No, there was a freaking. That, that was downstairs in the living room. It's not there anymore. Yeah. So Nero's gonna oh. just like slump to the floor, and he's gonna say, um, "Right, before we we go any crazier or or dragged to the king's spider web or purgatory, we we've got to go to London. We've got to find a way to to the to the Broadalbin without being seen and well without being." Caught by these uh, gas-masked uh, villains. I don't know why he's speaking like I that. Would. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think the incompetence of the Dorchester police will also soon. <laughs> we should leave before we get arrested. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just go straight there. Ditch the car and hope that. We we find what we're looking for in that that hotel. Yeah, that apartment, Bill Lock. Okay, you're gonna drive to London. Yep, um, and he's gonna take out as much cash as possible. Yeah. Oh, why cash? Uh, because if he's a wanted criminal, they're gonna track his cards. So, mm. do we need money? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So he's gonna like maybe let's say he's probably got two bank accounts. So he's gonna just take he can. Take out like six hundred quid, so three hundred quid from an ATM, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he takes out six hundred quid cash. They know he's in Dorchester. He oh, takes out in Dorchester. It's we so far to drive to. Can you London. both roll a luck roll for me, please. Fifty-five. Um, Thirty-nine. As you're, as you're getting the cash out, Jordan. Yeah. You notice that um, a couple of people have started photographing you and taking videos. And they're like pulling their phones out to make calls. Uh, as soon as he gets the cash, he, he cash, he runs. Uh, I'd say that maybe now that we're, we're aware that we're fugitives, he's not parked next to the ATM. Maybe like mm-hmm. around a few more corners, and he just pegs it to the um, to the car. He's like, drive, Dr- drive, 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 drive. drive. <laughs> And I really slowly cool. drive off. <laughs> <Check me laughs> I'm in the wrong game. <laughs> cool. You'll set off to London, and we'll have to pick it up there next time. Oh. not much of a not much of a cliffy, but uh, uh, I think we should just straight through it. Come on, we've gone long. Going long, going, going long. The gird your lines because we're going, going long. Going long. That's a cool. little uh, treat for. Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. <laughs>